Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Dave. Step in for a cry. <laughs> well, um, yes, we're giving the opportunity of the cult uh, collective on this live show before we... Uh, have a secondary show later on about a more exciting event but we wanted to give everybody in the room a chance to make the comments uh, Ian, uh, Mike, that's Randall Thor and myself did a studio show and it was very emotional to do, do so but in some ways we were basically crying on each other's shoulders and it gave us an opportunity to uh, say our little piece so although Ian, Mike and myself may not make a large contribution to this little tribute to her this, we certainly do feel as though it's one of the uh, most important, our uh, much-loved companions that has passed away. If we say little in this particular show, uh, we, it's because we've, we have covered it, as I say, in the earlier Cultum studio. Give, and we want to give others uh, the chance to say their piece, and we do have quite a full room. Charlie P79, Darth Skeptical, I voted for sex, Rick Wall, Scardis, Tim Jury, Tiggs Penther. Logan, High Minister, Randall Thor, Willis Girl, and Guest 15, 16, and especially 17. Dave. Yes, we're, we're starting to have a bit of a low-key start because uh, this is the opportunity for the collective to give their thoughts and uh, memories and uh, expressions about uh, the actress who played Sarah Jane Smith, Elizabeth Sladen. I learned a long time ago that if you're missing somebody, just look up at the night sky. Wherever it is, wherever they are, chances are they're looking at the stars just like you. Sometimes for all its size, the universe isn't such a big place after all. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, dear. Dave, over to you. Right. Um, well, there was also one of the perhaps good fortunes of chance uh, that um, when the... Most recent dot two aired yesterday. Uh, there was going to be a slight problem with the fact that um, the the show that follows it, the confidential, was going to be airing 15 minutes later because BBC Three doesn't start at 7 p.m. That gave uh, a wonderful 15 minute time slot for the BBC to put together their thoughts about uh, Sarah Jane Smith for, and from various actors. And so I've drawn one or two little short segments from that to in, intersperse with the thoughts of the collective here. Ian, myself, will certainly make some comment and, and hopefully if Mike gets an audio, uh, we will with him. But um, let, let's just go uh, through the room and see. Uh, Tiggs, uh, let me go to you first. We always like to go to you first when you're in the room. Especially since he's further down the list and doesn't expect it. <laughs> <laughs> I usually expect it these days. Anything you want to say? Basically, we're not going to ask you any questions, <laughs> just give you the opportunity to say. Yeah, I mean, I was... I think like pretty much everyone, I was absolutely gutted and stunned when I heard the news the other night, you know, basically I'd just got, I'd just finished making some food, was about to eat, checked Twitter, regretted checking Twitter, lost my appetite entirely, and I was just chatting numbly online to friends for the next few hours, because it's like, 
didn't seem real. You know, he was just waiting for that official confirmation. It's like, oh. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, um, Sarah Jane Smith and, you know, by extension, Liz Sladen, she is probably one of the, um, I think, one of the fairly core people, you know, in Doctor Who mythology. Because I think outside of the Doctor and the Brigadier, she is probably the person who's dealt with most people and most Doctors and most others just because of, you know, what she's been in, you know, with several Doctors and her own show and stuff like that, you know. It's, and especially to follow on, you know, pretty much so shortly on the heels of, you know, losing Nicholas Courtney, it's like Doctor Who, the universe and the fandom, it's, it's not going to be the same because, you know, we've lost now two, you know, two of the pillars. Um, and, you know, unlike, unlike Doctor, the characters, those characters don't carry on without the actor. You know, with the Doctor, we've been lucky. Yes, we've lost Doctor actors in the past, but the character always continues. But, you know, when something like this happens, you say farewell to the character, and, you know, the universe will never be the same. Yeah. Um, let me play a, a second clip from this, and this is Matt Smith talking. When you've watched a lot of Doctor Who, you're sort of a bit starstruck. Even when you're playing the Doctor, if you meet a sort of former companion or anyone that's been in it to any uh, degree. So, so um, yeah, I, I was a bit like, whoa, I'm working with Sarah Jane. It's, it's you, isn't it? Oh, you've done it again. Hello, Sarah Jane. Doctor? I knew she was one of the most popular companions that there's been. And I just think it's wonderful that she had that wonderful resurgence in the world of Doctor Who, but also reconnected with an audience of children. I'm sure there are so many children you know, out there in the world now who, who are completely devastated, like us all, because it, it was this, it was this, it was kind of like a fairy tale comeback for, for a Doctor Who character. And then she, you know, not only did she just come back, she went off and had her own show. Not only was it her own show, it was a complete smash hit. Um, and I think so much of that is, is down to her and her spirit, and she was cool, man. Yes, there's been uh, no end of people that made their reactions. We've, uh, uh, and I'll play a number of those, but uh, Ian, do you want to go down the list? As Benjamin joins Certainly. us in the room, um, by the way. Yeah. Benjamin, I know you've just walked in. Apparently had time to get your boots off. Um, Robert, you, sir? She's definitely one I would have liked to meet in person. I never managed to do that. A friend did once. She signed a Tom Baker autobiography that uh, a friend had sent me from the UK, and that was nice to recall. But I'm, I, I remember her because when I first started watching Doctor Who, it was the robot onward. So I was doing the movie format. So just like the, the fans who started in 1978, she was part of me the original team so she sort of set standard i think i mentioned online last week she was like the, the rose tyler she was effectively rose tyler decades before rose tyler and without any marketing attempt because of how the stories worked out and because of how she made sure her character was treated and everything the stories you know stories and actual dialogue could vary but it was it was you liked her. You might like an individual companion more, but she was the one that just about everyone liked. She was the one, she, she, she set a standard of almost nearly universal 
quality. And if you could achieve what she achieved, if you could achieve being the sort of character she was, then you're doing well. I enjoyed her in Doctor Who. She made Canine and Company work. Um, the opening and closing credits are a little bit painful, but that works as a pilot, and it's down to her. John Leeson does the best he can. He's a voice. <laughs> Without a human working, <laughs> you can make it through Canine Company because of her. And then can you just imagine Sarah Jane Adventures is essentially a reworking of Canine Company, just a successful one. So, and I do think it's a tribute to her, the fact that this has caught us all off guard, that everyone's inconvenienced, really. She was still working. She was still bringing entertainment into everyone's lives. Exactly. Yeah, I think uh, one of the quotes was that uh, I don't think we all really kind of realized how much we cared about her and the character of Sarah Jane until now. You know, Charlie P. Seventy Nine. Uh, um, yeah, this yeah, big shock to me. Took uh, the wind out of my sails that day throughout the whole week. It's just yeah, I mean, since I started watching Doctor Who, is you know, you know, Sarah and the poor Doctor, and just you know, throughout the whole time. You know, Elizabeth Slayton showed up in various things, you know, with Five Doctors and that uh, 30 Years in the TARDIS documentary and just, and so, and, you know, and in the new series. And, uh, you know, and with Sarah Jane Adventures and, you know, being one of the members of the, the Children's Time, and fitting that she, was, <laughs> that she was part of that group. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, like a fine wine that she, she's aged well over the years. And just, you know, 63, that's, Nobody should be. That, that, that's too early. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 63, I call that a young chick girl. Yeah. <laughs> With me 64, I can. All right, there you go. All right, thanks, Charlie. One of the amazing things for me over the, the rest of the week here was uh, going onto the CBC website and realizing that we as Doctor Who fans are, uh, are not the only ones who are mourning her loss, that all these kids that put their condolences and on the website. There's thousands of them. These kids, you know, saying how much they loved her. Just phenomenal that, you know, uh, when I was a kid, I thought she was great and thought she was great as an adult watching Doctor Who and, and, and Surge Adventures. And now she's got a whole new legion of fans that, like, well, she doesn't just belong to us anymore. She belongs to everyone. Uh, Mr. Dar skeptical. Uh, it seems to me that, for example, the Time Meddler is a first Doctor story, but uh, the Power of the Daleks is a second Doctor story, and the Mutants is a third Doctor story, but Time Warrior is a Sarah Jane story. And that's kind of how I think about every episode that she was ever in, that she was, in fact, the lead. And... Indeed, if I had not started watching Doctor Who with her in it, I am almost positive I would never have become a fan of Doctor Who. Her strength of performance, especially given the relatively early 1970s, uh, was remarkable. And I don't think that there's any other companion that comes close to stealing a scene with a Doctor than her except for those occasions on which, you know, <laughs> a, a companion has been allowed to bear skin or to wear something that is form-fitting. But on the strength of performance, on the strength of characterization alone, there's really been nobody like 
Elizabeth Sladen and Sarah Jane Smith. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people would would uh, heartily agree with you on that. Uh, I would think, again, without putting words into other people's mouths, she would be in the top five for people who have at least uh, had a passing connection with um, the classic series. And it's only probably the fact that there's a, a large people who vote for these things that have no knowledge of the earlier companions that um, some of the other companions may come up uh, in their voting. But, uh, yeah, um, we'll, we'll come back to you. Thanks for almost making me cry, sir. Uh, I'm going to play this lovely clip. What a legacy, that wonderful woman, the quintessential Doctor Who girl. I give her that title with absolutely no qualms at all. What they told me about you. You must be Sarah, Sarah Jane Smith. Smith. Oh, darling. After all this time. Oh. What a lovely thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And now we move on to Rick Wall. Hello, sir. Uh, hello, guys. I found out I was... Surfing the web on April 19th, and I see something pop up about Liz Sladen, and I couldn't believe it. And I went and I read the article. The best way I can think of uh, the way I felt when I heard this is a line from a song from Rush called Nobody's Hero. When I heard of her passing, I felt a shadow pass my heart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the thing is, of course, we 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 said our farewells um, to uh, the actor with uh, Gordon Lethbridge Stewart, uh, and the I think as we said on the studio show, we're not demeaning his contribution to Doctor Who, Nicholas Courtney, but um, it was not that unexpected. Uh, he was a, a a man of advancing years, and in the way of the world. We have to expect sad losses like that. In this case, like especially because she was so private, it, it, it had this unbelievable. It was like, um, like you say, having the wind knocked out of you, just hearing news. And of course, she's in a current series of her own. Go on, Ian. Um, yeah, and, and of course, like we were saying, you know, she managed to gather a whole new audience too. And, uh, and so, it, I mean, not that. Uh, that uh, Nicholas Courtney wasn't any, in any way loved. He was loved by the fans, dearly. Um, but uh, Sarah Jane had garnered a whole group of fans and thereby collectively with parents as well who may not have ever watched Doctor Who, but they sat down and watched uh, Sarah Jane Adventures with their children and so it impacted on a larger number of people, I believe. And um, like you said, Dave, came completely out of left field. Not before for six. Nicholas Courtney, he was loved by the fans dearly. Uh, Sarah Jane had garnered a whole group of fans and thereby collectively with parents as well, who may not have ever watched Doctor Who, but... Yeah, let me, while you gather your breath and uh, okay. choose the next person, let me play another clip. When I was a kid, um, it was the Doctor and Sarah. That's, that's what I knew. Um, uh, I suppose I, I started watching... Doctor Who in the early 70s, which is when uh, Liz was, was, was first on the show. And she was the ultimate Doctor Who girl. She was, it was the Doctor and Sarah. That was, that was, that was the team. So, 
Providing we don't burn up on re-entry and aren't suffocated on the way down, we'll probably be smashed to a pulp when we land. Exactly. Sarah, <laughs> you've put your finger on the one tiny flaw in our plan. Our plan? It's your plan. Well, I'm open to suggestions if you've got a better idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, uh, next in the lineup, and I'm hoping not springing this on people, uh, but Scardus. Uh, well, first um, I ever heard of the news that she'd passed away was, unfortunately, from a rather official source. Just uh, happened to be watching the nine o'clock uh, news on the BBC News Channel, and just after the title, they crashed into the breaking news and the phone call from Lizo Mazimba that confirmed that indeed Elizabeth Sladen had died. And my reaction then was just jaw dropped because, as everyone was saying, this just came completely out of the blue when it you know, turned out it was a, a cancer fight that just even more shocked me. I mean, if it, if it turned out she was in an accident or or, or something like that, you, you find it more believable because, you know, it's, un it's an unfortunate side effect of the internet these days that, you know, we tend to find out these things. Uh, no matter how private um, people try to keep it, you know, leaks always seem to get out. So it's good testament to the people around uh, Elizabeth Sladen that they were able to keep this quiet and, you know, fair play to them that she was able to, you know, try and battle this with uh, a quiet dignity and it was kept away from us. So, you know, fair play to those people that uh, kept that from us. Now, I'm going to have to admit that I'm not all that familiar yet with her classic series material. I've, I've dibbed and dabbed a couple of uh, Fourth Doctor episodes that something that came up on Sci-Fi there a um, couple of Bank Holiday weekends and I have um, the Suntaran Experiment on DVD. I managed to salvage that when uh, some poor border store closed up so I've had a look at that. But yeah, the main, my main source of Sarah Jane would of course have been one back in 2000 Seven, when just, just as I was getting into the Doctor Who kind of um, stuff, I had seen Torchwood. I had caught up with as much of Doctor Who as we'd had at the point. So I, I thought to myself, I just I will chance Sarah Jane. It's probably just going to be a bit of kid pap, but you know, it's still a bit of um, Who canon. And I can tell you that by the third episode, the the one with the um, nuns and the and and and, and the, I the Gorgon. I was absolutely blown away with the series. It is an absolute triumph and certainly far more mature than anything I was expecting. And then, of course, by the time we got to the first Trickster episode, Whatever Happened to Sarah Jane, I mean, whenever we were saying about Classic Who episodes being Sarah Jane episodes, that episode, it seen as even there was a mention of the Doctor, that is as good as anything that you could throw up you could show, rather, um, on Doctor Who main. That was absolutely fantastic. And, you know, Sarah Jane Adventures, I defend to the hilt. It is absolutely part of Doctor Who canon. It is uh, just as much a Doctor Who episode as anything that the main show brings up, in my opinion. And Elizabeth Sladen was a big part of that. And she was absolutely, she really carried the show herself and all the kids involved. But it was, uh, you know, and... Not only is Elizabeth Sladen and Sarah Jane Smith going to be a big loss, but the Sarah Jane Adventures is also going to be a big loss to the whole Doctor Who universe, in my opinion. I, I hope we see the, those three episodes, apparently, from Series 5, uh, 
that we're supposed to be filmed. I hope they do show up in some form, and that you know we we get to see you know her last bits of work because I think um, she deserves that. Okay. Right. Let me just play um, the the reaction that Russell T Davies had uh, that was put on the BBC site uh, very shortly after the first news had broken. Oh, it's devastating. That's no age at all, is it? And, you know, the whole, all of us who worked on Doctor Who and Sarah Jane are just reeling at the moment. So many of the cast members as well. But actually, kind of thinking of the children. There's a lot of children who are going to need a little hug from mum and dad in the morning over breakfast when they get up and hear the news. It's just so sad. Just a joy to know the woman and an honour to have worked with her. Seriously, I loved her. What people don't know about Liz is that, is that all the years she was off screen, she did the most terrific job at defending Sarah Jane and never letting Sarah Jane's reputation be, be besmirched by any sort of merchandise or stuff like that. And then when I was working on Doctor Who, I, just, I simply thought that there was a great secret in the world, which was the talent of Liz Layton. I just wanted to put her back on screen because I knew with all my heart the secret that every Doctor Who fan knew, which is that a great, great woman and a great actor sitting there not working and so we reached out to her and she then turned out to be such good company and so cheeky and so so much fun as well and of course utterly unchanged by time you know her look she was such a beautiful woman um and we found ourselves with a new friend that was the greatest treat about it we brought her in for one episode and um one episode of doctor who thinking that would be good that's a good story and then i remember as we shot that episode sitting there thinking oh, i'm not letting her go this is going to carry on in some shape or form and then children's BBC came along and wanted the Sarah Jane Adventures we had a glorious time I mean if I'm glad about anything in my career I'm so glad we did that just so the whole new generation of children could fall in love with Sarah Jane Smith and with Elizabeth Slayton I am I'm so happy that happened Tim do you want to go next? Uh, yeah okay um, um, I don't know if anyone else in the room ever met her uh, I, I only met her once back in 2004, uh, signing at Forbidden Planet in London. I think it was uh, one of the Doctor Who at the BBC um, CDs that she narrated. And while I've been waiting to come on, Mike, I've been trying to think back to that day and what was happening. And I remember when I got near the front of the queue and I'd had my picture signed, she got chatting to people who she just signed for, uh, who I think they may have been people who regularly uh, met her at conventions and, and signings, and she was just so, so good with the, the fans, like people who she like knew, I think she knew them by name, and clearly got on with them very well. And, um, well, I mean, in, 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 in some ways she's been sort of driving my fan activities of the past few months, um, August of last year, when I had uh, what's become an annual weekend break in Cardiff to look at Doctor Who locations, uh, I decided to set out to Panath to find the the house that they use for Sarah Jane's house in the Sarah Jane Adventures. And I had with me um, the DVD of um, Whatever Happened to Sarah Jane, which I watched back in my hotel room that evening. But in the afternoon, I was walking through Panath with a, a printed-out Google map in hand, trek trekking through streets for nearly half an hour, trying to find this house. 
uh, which I did eventually find, and I was so excited and sort of proud of myself finding this house. And then I I, I managed to find Panarth Pier that was also used in uh, whatever happened to Sarah Jane. And I mean, as as Katie Manning said, she just was the definitive Doctor Who companion. You could believe in her, and just she's been. I mean, no one's indestructible, obviously, but she's just been around all my life. I mean, I've been watching Doctor Who since probably 1974. And as, as Darth says, she's one of those people who, if Sarah Jane's in an episode, you, you know it's going to be one worth watching. And just this afternoon, prompted by that documentary they had about her last night, that tribute program, I'm, I'm enough of a fan that when they show certain clips, uh, I, I'm going, ah, oh, I know what that one's from. And they showed some from the Android Invasion, and they showed some from uh, Invasions of, uh, of the Dinosaurs, both of which are not yet out on DVD. And, and I was thinking, I think I've got off-air recordings of both of them from when UK Gold showed them years ago. So I was getting out my lists of recordings and trying to work out whether I had them on VHS or whether I'd copied them to DVD. And thankfully, I found Invasion of the Dinosaurs to watch uh, during the Easter holiday. And it'll be good to see a bit of bit of Sarah Jane that I've not seen for such a long time because I uh, recorded that one off UK Gold way back in about 1993. And I don't know if I've rewatched it that many times, what with it being a six-parter. But um, no, it's, it's just... Such a shame that, that we'll never see her again. And um, been listening to various podcast tributes over the past um, day or so, and uh, the Pod Culture podcast were reading out various uh, tribute statements that had come out. And uh, in Tom Baker's one, uh, apparently he had actually signed, according to his um, statement about, he would signed an agreement with Big Finish to star in a series of audios with her next year. Yeah, it's going to happen now. We, we, we still don't know what the fate of um, the current series of Sarah Jane ventures that they were in the middle of production of. I think I don't quite know how people know this, but there's been this uh, sort of perceived wisdom over the past couple of days that um, three episodes out of those twelve had actually been completed. I don't know. Three stories. Many. Three stories. I think. Three stories. Three episodes. Six, six episodes. Very, yeah very unclear how, how people know this. I'm hoping that they'll either show those when they were going to show them anyway, which wouldn't have been until September or October sort of time, or, or if, if if it's more appropriate to leave them till next year, leave them till next year, or show them at Christmas, because it's her last work, and it's like any actor when they, when they, when they leave us, it, 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 particularly when they've been filmed or appeared in a TV show. It's a shame not to not to see their last work. I mean, in some cases, it's it, you think of someone's last work as almost being trivial. I mean, John Pertwee's last on-screen appearance was in a mobile phone advert. <laughs> but it, it is quite a nice tongue-in-cheek Doctor Who reference because he's uh, they they did an X-Files spoof and John Pertwee is seen walking through some mysterious garage doors at the end with the words doctor on call 24 hours a day on but um no i hope 
those um, episodes are shown, and I hope even more so that they're shown this year. Good to see the, the, the tribute card at the start of the episode of Doctor Who last night. Um, it was a shame they didn't pay tribute to Nick Courtney as well, but I wasn't overly surprised that they didn't. But, um, yeah. People are hoping they'll do something in part two for Nick Courtney, but um, my hopes aren't overly high. Thoughts are that maybe they, uh, at the time, they, they put it on an episode that they were working on. You know, they put a, a little memorial thing at the beginning of it, seeing as it wouldn't be seen for later anyway. Uh, but this one happened to just coincide with the new series starting, so it seemed fitting to put it on at the same time. I reckon, ironically, now they were probably planning to put it on the front of the first episode of the new series of Sarah Jane Adventures. Probably where they're more likely to put it, seeing as uh, it was the Sarah Jane Adventures, where we last saw the uh, the Brigadier it, it, Nick Courtney. Indeed, indeed, mm. indeed. But, um, um, yeah. I mean, the 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 like like Tiggs and probably a few other people in the room. I got the news through um, Twitter. I, ironically, in the past week or two, I've been working my way through the tail end of my Sarah Jane Adventures Series Three DVD box set. And it was a nice empty evening. I think it was a Wednesday evening uh, when the news broke. And and I was, oh, there's enough time to watch another Sarah Jane. So I put, put Sarah Jane on. And so, unusually for me, I was actually cut off from Twitter for over an hour and watching Sarah Jane adventures. And I sort of, like, picked up Twitter and got a, a bit ahead of myself. And uh, there was a tweet from... Uh, Helen Adams of uh, the Doctor Who, the, the Brit Movie Tours, a girl who did the Doctor pub crawl, and and she was saying something about old tonight's news, and I said, oh, what's happened? And I think she did reply to me, but in the meantime, I started working my way through tweets on my phone, and it was one of those no kind of moments where you just, your jaw drops, and you don't know you just you don't know what 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 to think really it's mm. it's just another part of our childhood going well that's unfortunately is the way of the world um let me before mm. we bring we've got high minister who's waiting to have a say but let me play another one of those clips in and then perhaps we can go to high minister i remember her in the andy pandy outfit with the hand of fear and a tupperware box um and indeed that final scene that w where she she, well, she thought she was leaving the Doctor forever. That brilliant scene between Liz and Tom Baker where, where they part company. Don't forget me. Oh, Sarah. Don't you forget me. Bye, Doctor. Bye. You know, travel does broaden the mind. Yes. Till we meet again, Sarah. Hi, Minister. Hello. I just wanted to say it's um, <clears throat> a testament to um, her acting and how she can um, have this um, hold over children and, and show them that sense of wonder and magic that, uh, you know, a woman in her late 50s, early 60s can hold a show for kids in this kind of age-conscious world we're in at the moment where everyone has to be young and attractive. And she did 
the impossible in these days and, and actually, you know, helmed a show like that. And these kids absolutely adored her. And um, I think, uh, is it Yasmin Page who played Maria in the first series of the Sarah Jane Adventures? I went to the cinema and saw in a film called Submarine yesterday. And she was absolutely incredible in it. And I think that um, I wouldn't be at all surprised if Elizabeth Sladen had, you know, shown her how to act so incredibly well and how to emote and how to use um, all those skills that she's had all those years. And um, what I loved about Elizabeth Sladen was the way she came into Doctor Who just after Joe Grant had left. Who Joe Grant is almost the antithesis of um, Sarah Jane in that she's very helpless and screamy. And you've got the Doctor who is, you know, John Pertwee and all very protective of his assistant. And then Sarah Jane comes in and he says, oh, I wonder if you might make a cup of tea. And, <laughs> and uh, the reaction of, of Sarah Jane when he says that is just absolutely priceless. And it's, it's just a joy to see the third doctor suddenly taken aback and having to deal with this forthright strong woman. And, um, but of course it's not until Tom Baker comes in that you just get this beautiful chemistry and even the, you know, occasional ropey story, the two of them together just, and, and with Harry Sullivan as well, when it was, when he was there, that they were all just so working in, you know, such a, in such a chemistry and it all just beautifully worked and um, I'm going to really really miss her it's, um, it, I had a friend over when I found out and um, we were kind of having an evening together and it was kind of difficult to keep going with that because um, you know I wanted to just think about her and, and you know I wanted to put the time warrior on and sit down and watch her but um yeah, just incredibly emotional, um, and uh, yeah, she'll be much missed by a lot of a lot of children, especially at the moment. And um, there was a suggestion earlier in chat that um, they could bring Joe in to to have a series, and I I'm not sure that's necessarily such a good idea, mm. especially not in the short term, um, because I think a lot of kids need some time to grieve Sarah Jane, and that's all I wanted to say. Really. Thank you for that. Thank you very much. Lovely words. Um, one of the things I wanted to say is just, uh, I mean, I found out just before I left work, which was very timely, which is, uh, I do remember tweeting, uh, it's five minutes until I can get in my car and pull my eyes out, which I did. Um, because it was just one of those things that just hits you. Uh, but the lovely thing over the last been all of the tributes and all of the fans talking about her. Not that it's you know, good that she's gone, but it's nice to see, as a family, uh, fans, that we all get together and, and do things like this. Put aside who our favorite doctors are, or who our favorite producers are, or, or actors, or scenes. We just put those aside. All sit down and share our memories. Hello, Sarah Jane. It's you. <laughs> Oh my God, it's you, isn't it? You've regenerated. Yeah, half a dozen times since we last met. You look... incredible. So do you. 
the school reunion episode was only ever imagined as a one-off, a kind of uh, nod to, to the past. Um, but because Liz was so great and so uh, effervescent and so magical, actually, um, it, it was inevitable that, that, that Sarah Jane was going to come back and back into Doctor Who again and then, of course, into her own wonderful series. Ready? Always. And Willis Girl? Um, first, first off, I, I should say that when I first heard the news about Elizabeth Slating passing, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I was in shock because I, I, I had no idea she was ill. She seemed so healthy and vibrant. So at first, I, I thought it was you know, some sort of a internet rumor. And when I found out that it wasn't, I was... I just couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it. Um, she was the very first person that I um, that I uh, really recognized as being the uh, doctor's companion because Tom Baker was, of course, to some American, Tom Baker was my first doctor. And um, I, I was just uh, completely shocked and, and overwhelmed by the, uh, the whole thing with Elizabeth Sladen. Unfortunately, I, I haven't yet had a chance to see the... Uh, the uh, tribute that CBBC did last night. Hopefully, I'll uh, get around to uh, watching that. Uh, readily available on the tube of you YouTube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, We've got Romana uh, that's just joined. Romana, oh, sorry. Yes. Well, I'm not sure whether I voted Saxon wants to have another try as well. It's changed phones. So, I voted for Saxon. Are you there, sir? Hello, can you hear me now? Yeah, yes, much better. Yeah. I'm very sorry. I've been under the weather. My voice is almost shot, so I won't be talking that much today. Uh, I was very sad when I read on the Internet about Liz Sladen. I had to play catch-up on a lot of the classic series, uh, but uh, the fact that she died from cancer, uh, you know, really uh, was personal to me. My mom had cancer. Uh, she passed away in August uh, last year. She didn't die from cancer. She had other com complications. But uh, my, my I, uh, father was uh, also di diagnosed with cancer. Unfortunately, like, huh. fortunately, he's doing much better now. So, oh, uh, yeah, uh, he's in uh, full uh, remission. But uh, I was very sad, and I think that, you know, anyone who's been touched by her, could make a, a donation to their cancer charity of choice. I'm sure that would mean a lot to the family and friends. So I'm going to let it go there. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Um, and uh, on, on, on that link to a fundraising site, uh, if you don't have a particular cancer charity in, in mind, uh, there was a site that was set up uh, on justgiving.com. Uh, it's www.justgiving.com slash in memory of Elizabeth Slayton. It was set up by uh, two fans, uh, and their original target was uh, £2,000. And at the moment, it sits at, uh, <coughs> it sits at 5211 That's good. That is very Sorry. It is, yeah. She, um, when I mentioned the... Um, the Hyde fundraisers where she's helped them. Uh, they went to one Sorry. of the events. <laughs> um, I just think it's fabulous. So yeah, 
Back to you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. As I say, when uh, if you go to the Hyde fundraisers on YouTube, you, you they went to one of the events. It was a mutual event that they were supporting along with Elizabeth Sladen. I'm not going to try and announce uh, pronounce the actual uh, type of um, cancer that it supports, but I think. Uh, We've got Romana too, and I'm hoping that Mike still might make it on audio, even though he did speak on our studio show. Romana. Hello, boys. Um, well, Elizabeth Bladen, due to my time difference, um, I got the news um, first thing in the morning after I'd woken up and was on my way to work. I checked Twitter on my phone on the train to work at about 7.30 in the morning, and the first thing I saw was a tweet from John Barrowman saying about Elizabeth Sladen, and so that's how I found out about the news, when it was pretty much confirmed. And yeah, it was really hard to have the knowledge that I had to go to work, and sit through work for about eight hours before I could go home and cry. Um, that was a big challenge for me. So um, it was, again, with everyone else, um, I just couldn't believe she was gone. It was just been like, so fine, like, you know, no one knew she was ill, except because she kept that very close and it was just it still quite hasn't sunk in it's one of those things like just can't i can't find her not being around anymore so very sad um and also and similar with me and nicholas courtney as well i went to london from the comic con um which i believe tim did too and elizabeth Sladen and nicholas were both guests at that convention and I remember wanting to go meet them and couldn't because I didn't have the money to go meet them. And now the knowledge that they're both no longer with, with us is it's just, mm. it's, just, it's just a little disappointing for me personally because they're, they're two of my biggest, you know, I'm a huge fan of Sarah Jane and a huge fan of Nick and the fact that I could have met them and didn't is very disappointing but, um, for me personally. But that's but what, what can I say? That's nothing compared to what some people are feeling in their specialist family. So, um, yeah, don't really know what else to say in regards to that other than that. Yeah. Well, it is. We've all been a little tongue twisted today. Uh, there's no shame in that. Uh, it's very difficult to, um, even even though a few days have elapsed, it's still a very raw event. And seeing as, uh, as it's been mentioned, of course, that that tribute at the beginning of season six was aired. I mean, um, that uh, just realises how soon it was. And, of course, they had the CBBC tribute to her uh, on the same night. So, I mean, there are people still hearing about it now. And it seems to have, um, as as has been said, um, I think uh, it was put succinctly uh, by uh, one of the Podshot guys, uh, I'm gutted. So, um, I mean, really, uh, it was a big... You can see how, I mean, Ian, big softy, wears his heart on his sleeve. You can tell how much yes. it's affected him. <laughs> yes, yes. My oh. son is quite callous. Last night when we first saw the, the, the uh, tribute, he turns to me and goes, do you realise you're the only one in the room crying, Dad? <laughs> I, I do realise I've got one more last thing to say. I have a couple yeah. of friends of mine in the UK who are organising a cost, costuming event in memory of Elizabeth Slade, most likely going to be held in Cardiff at some point. I'm just trying to find the link now. 
so I can it's a Facebook thing, so I can put the link in chat. Um, oh, really yeah, well, you search out. We'll try and read it. We will be closing this part of the show very soon. But uh, Ian, have we missed anybody out? We've got some uh, guests, 16, 21, 22, and 23. If they want to put something quickly in text, we'll read it out. Uh, it doesn't look as though Mike has got his audio together at this point. Although, as I said before, uh, he's very much uh, spoken what his feelings and thoughts were on the studio tribute we did on the very day, indeed. So I'm thinking that we won't necessarily play any outro. I've just got the one final clip, but I don't know how you would like to close the show up before I play that clip, Ian. Giving Romana the time as well. I found the um, link just now. Um, it's cosplaying cats are in the memory of Liz Bladen, and they've got a just giving page as well, hooked up to that. Um, and yeah, they're just they're still deciding on the final date, but um, it's going to be a little event holding the memory. And they've so far raised not quite as much as the other side, but they've raised oh, they've raised ten pounds. It's getting there, but it's out there. So um, that's just something that some of my friends are doing personally. So yeah. If you just uh, put in your search engine cosplay for cancer in memory of Liz Clayton, so you put that in the Facebook search, and that should uh, get you yeah. to the page. That's very helpful, Charlie. Thank you. It's just a little stuff in the cosplay community is just deciding to do um, in her memory. I don't know whether you just want to just name who's been here rather than say lots of farewells. Uh, the lovely tributes you just heard were brought to you by Benjamin Elliott, Charlie P79, Dark Skeptical, I Voted for Saxon, Rick Wall, Romana 2, Scardis, Tim Jury, myself, The Sixth Doctor, Tink Spencer, Andy, uh, Dave AC, Logan, High Minister, Randall Thor, Kist 16, 21, 22, and Willis Girl. Uh, thank you guys all for coming in. Um, and, uh, and saying your thoughts about uh, Elizabeth Slayton and Sarah Jane, and we very much appreciate it. I tell you what, a lot of response that you hear from a lot of us that knew her now was, I wish she'd known how good she was, and I wish we'd known how loved, that she could have known how loved she was. Sorry, um, do I know you? Well, we've never actually met, but it's Joe Grant, isn't it? Wow, it's a long time since I've been called that. Liz was absolutely lovely because A, we shared in common the fact that we both worked with the wonderful John Pertwee. I told you I'd get you home safely, didn't I? Oh, all the cheek. Liz Sladen has left us and we'll all remember her and I would like to think that Sarah Jane, in our hearts, will just carry on forever. Miss Smith. Yes, Professor. Come and meet your namesake. Miss Lavinia Smith, Dr... Uh... Dr John Smith. How do you do, Miss Smith? Hello. Sarah Jane Smith, journalist. You're a good girl, Sarah. Hello. Oh, I should think so. Sarah. Goodbye. My Sarah Jane. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chumba. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.